0: Thanks for pressing play, and welcome to Lockhead on Marketing. On this episode, let's talk about how to use category design thinking to drive short-term revenue now. It's been a huge question that uh, we've been getting a lot around here. How do we drive short-term revenue now? We talked a lot about what to do in a recession on our last episode. And um, on this episode, we're going to go deep on a very specific topic about how to make the cash register sing immediately now in good times and in bad times, every drop of revenue matters. And that's why my friends at Clary have an approach to what's called revenue collaboration and governance. See, RevCG helps you prevent uh, one of the biggest problems in business today, which is revenue leak. And revenue leak is revenue that you've earned, but somehow slips through the cracks. And it turns out that the average company leaks 14.9% revenue. So the smartest, quickest, highest ROI way to strengthen your company is to stop revenue leak. Visit Clary, C-L-A-R-I dot and check out the revenue platform because every drop of revenue matters. Now, as Joey Ramone said, hey ho, let's go. All right, let's talk about how to drive revenue now. One of the things that we hear about category design is, ah, category design is too expensive. Only big companies can design categories. Or it takes too long. It takes six to ten years to build a category. We need revenue now. Okay, I'm here to tell you that category design can drive revenue for you in the next immediate term days or weeks if you take a category science approach so let's talk about that but before we do uh, as as we talked about on the last episode most companies in a downturn compete harder and harder for demand existing demand that is falling And it's like fighting for the falling demand knife and cutting yourself into shreds. Category design is distinct from legacy approaches to marketing is actually the cheapest, fastest way to make the cash register sing. Now, I want to walk you through a case study of a piece of work that uh, I was just involved with. You see, for the most part, if you're a long-term listener, you probably know, um, I spend most of my time now uh, writing and podcasting, trying to make a difference for entrepreneurs, creators, executives, and anybody who wants to make the world a different place through podcasting and writing. Because candidly, podcasting and writing scales in a way that advising and consulting does not. And um, I'll tell you, it's an incredible thing when you've been downloaded millions of times and in 190 countries more importantly, around here, we get emails and love notes on LinkedIn and Twitter and and so forth all the time from people all around the world. So for the most part, that's my focus these days. However, that said, every once in a while, under certain uh, very special circumstances, I will get involved with an advising a company who wants to design and dominate a category. Sometimes I do that as a solo mission. Sometimes I do it in partnership with my friends at uh, Play Bigger or my friends at Category Design Advisors. And often now I do it in partnership with uh, my Category Pirates brothers, Nicholas Cole and Eddie Yoon. So what I'm about to share with you is work that Cole, Eddie and I are currently in the process of helping a legendary B2C tech company who is scaling at over 100% a year. In spite of that, they wanted to get real focused, uh, particularly with the economy doing what it's doing, on how to continue their triple-digit-plus growth. Okay, so let me uh, sort of take you behind the curtain. First, it starts with an understanding of super consumers. Super Consumers is a legendary book written by Eddie Eddie Yoon, and we've written a lot about it in Category Pirates. And here's the general idea um, that a very small number of uh, consumers, customers, clients, uh, readers, uh, you know, consumers of any kind, customers of any kind, uh, typically ten percent or less, are the ones that are on the bleeding edge of what makes a category go. They are super influential they're super committed to the category and typically to the brand uh, leader in that category. And they tend to drive a lot of innovation. They also tend to be the ones that evangelize the loudest. So what we recently did with this legendary B2C tech company was led by Eddie did a deep, what is called category science analysis of who their supers were And, and here's another very important part uh, from Eddie's work. It turns out that often supers are near each other. That is to say uh, they live in super geos, a high concentrated set of zip codes where a high number of super consumers live, super consumers of your category. And so the first thing is to get your arms around the data that says, who are our supers? Let's say the top 8 to 10% of our customers. If we can go beyond just our customers and look at who are the top 8 to 10% of the buyers in our category, so not just our customers, but supers overall, and we do a set of analysis on them. So, for example, there's all of the typical things that you do in good consumer analysis. Uh, What kind of occupations are they in? Uh, What's the household income that they have? If you're in the B2B space, um, what kind of company are they? What size of company they are? What category industry are they in? Those sorts of things, those quantitative things that if you have a good CRM, a good uh, revenue platform, or a good uh, marketing analytics platform, uh, you should be able to get to most of that data. Okay. So we want to understand deeply who they are and what their critical characteristics are. Second, we want to start to look for where they live. Uh, What are the super geos? Are we seeing any high concentrations in certain zip codes or certain counties or certain areas of the country or the world where supers congregate? And more often than not, you know, in the B2B space. Companies in, for example, the, the, the pharmaceutical industry tend to be concentrated in a geo. The finance industry tend to be concentrated in geos. The tech industry tend to be con- concentrated in geos. So who are our supers, the top 8 to 10% of the buyers in our category? What are their characteristics that matter to us? And where are they? All right. So that may sound like some basic stuff, and maybe it is. But here's the next piece. The genius insight from Eddie, which we've also written about, and you can uh, read about it more in the show notes if you like, is that a super of one is a super of nine. That is to say, um, people who are passionate about something tend to be passionate about several things. So what are the adjacencies that these supers might also love? So let's say uh, you're like me. And you're a super consumer of rock music. Well, there's a whole bunch of categories that you might be interested in. You might be interested in speakers, not just the music. You might be interested in guitars. You might be interested in drums. You might be interested in the history of rock and roll. You might be interested in memorabilia for certain bands and artists, et cetera, et cetera, et etc. And so if you can do some category science research and figure out not just who your supers are, their key characteristics and where they live, but also what are they most likely to be supers of? Because a super of one is a super of nine. And that can lead to some very interesting adjacent marketing strategies, as well as damn the demand strategies. So in the case of the company that I'm I'm sharing with you about, and I can't disclose who it is for for obvious reasons, but they are in a space where there is a um, a positive environmental uh, value to their product. Their product has many different benefits and solves uh, a set of problems, but one of them is um, the reduction of CO2 in the atmosphere. And so, for example, in this company's case, we discovered that if you're a super of theirs, You probably a super of EVs, electronic vehicles, and you might have a Tesla. And so now with that insight, this company is able to damn the demand for Teslas and say, well, if you have a Tesla, you probably need one of these as well. For the same reasons you bought a Tesla and for people shopping for Teslas, we can actually interrupt that shopping process and say, hmm, if you're buying a, um, a Tesla because you care about the environment, you should check out one of these because it's actually a much higher return on impact to the environment for much lower cost. So these are a couple examples of by understanding super of one is a super of nine and the adjacencies, you can damn existing demand as well as go straight to those supers. Now, if you get right down to the zip code data, the beautiful thing about digital marketing, of course, is not only can you target your exact customer user avatar profile, you can do it in a very specific geo. And if you have super of one, a super of nine insights, you can damn the demand for adjacent categories um, because you're likely speaking to a super in another category who has a high potential of becoming a super in your category. So what does this mean? If you take a category science lens and you understand these things, you can do laser focused at the zip code level, leveraging digital technologies to your perfect super consumer. And the reason you want to do it in a very tight geo word of mouth is, was, and always will be the most powerful form of marketing. And here's why category design with this sort of category science super uh, lens works in a way that traditional marketing doesn't. Category design is predicated on having a radically different point of view, a point of view which underscores a problem and or an opportunity for a customer and evangelizes the power in addressing that problem or opportunity and moving from the way it is now to A new and different way. And the POV itself is designed to, A, when someone hears it, they have an aha moment. Hmm, I never thought about that before. And then if the POV pays off after the provocative and engaging big idea, the noise people make is they go, hmm, ah, And if you've been reading any of the Category Pirates on obvious, non-obvious, the way it works is you say something non-obvious, which captures people's attention. Hmm, is the noise they make. And then you follow up with something obvious, which pays off the non-obvious. And you go, ah. So, for example, one of the things we wrote about in Category Pirates is a headline that says, the non-obvious way to lose weight. People go, hmm. And then the payoff is, Put an ice pack at your feet. Ah. And so the point of a POV is to stop people in their tracks, have them get an aha, have them have an aha moment. And as a result, with a combo, a combo platter of obvious, non-obvious, which gets their attention, piques their interest and wants them, uh, leaves them wanting more they now begin to engage in the new category and therefore get interested in buying from you. Here's the other thing that happens. If you build the POV powerfully and you use a super consumer, super geo super of one is a super of nine uh, lens. And you do the category science research to figure that shit out. All of a sudden what you're doing with your highly targeted digital marketing is you are putting the right words in the right mouths. You're turning supers into evangelists. And in the case of this um, B2C company I'm describing, here's another set of analysis we did. We looked at an adjacent category that the supers of this company uh, were likely also supers of. And we were able to get data on how that category, and specifically the category leader, the brand leader, uh, scaled. And as a result, we found the following. There gets to a point where you take this approach, and if you've got enough supers in a tight enough super geo, buying and talking, the geography tips... And you no longer have to spend any money in that geography because the supers are doing the evangelizing because you gave them the POV because they had the aha for you. And so what's my point? Cost of customer acquisition goes way down. In the beginning it's high because you're evangelizing something new and different, but very quickly it goes down. And if you're looking to drive short-term revenue now, do not look for new supers. Do not look for new super geos. Focus on the ones you've got. Focus on the areas where you're getting the most traction, where if you triple, quadruple down on them, you can ignite much higher levels of word of mouth in the super geo by the super consumers and when that happens if you're able to get an understanding as we were in this case for how an adjacent category and the brand leader in that category what level of penetration of supers in the super geo they needed to get to for the the zip code to tip once you know that you know when to invest in direct and digital marketing And you know that when your revenue and word of mouth in that zip tips, you can then go to the next zip where the next super geos are likely to reside and further leverage the point of view by driving uh, evangelism, word of mouth in that super. And so here's the aha. If you want to drive near term revenue, the fastest path to get there is through your supers who are concentrated in the area where they're likely to talk. And if you construct a legendary POV, you're giving them the words. And when a whole bunch of people in a certain zip code start singing your song, everybody wants to, to buy that song. And then you go from geo to geo to geo. And in a very short period of time, in the case of the company that I'm describing, they were able to implement this strategy in less than a month. And it's working. And we are doing it now for several reasons. One, it's driving revenue for them, which is great. Marketing that doesn't make the cash register sing is not fucking marketing. Number two, we're also building a flywheel of word of mouth and some radical category science insights that will tell us that when in a certain zip code and a certain geo, when a certain number of people are buying from us, The likelihood that that geo tips on the strength of the word of mouth goes up exponentially and we can move to another super geo. And of course, you don't have to do this in a uh, serial way. You can do it in a parallel way. So once you do the super consumers, super geo, super of one, super of nine category science work, you can pick five zip codes or five areas of the country or two areas of one country and three areas of another country or however you think you should do it based on the category science research of who your supers are and where they are and you can run experiments and if you do it digitally in a native digital marketing paradigm you're going to have the data and so you're doing two things driving revenue in the near term and analyzing what does it take In a certain geo to get that geo to tip such that the supers do the rest of the marketing for you and you can exit out of that geo in terms of marketing investment and plow that same investment into new geos all right we would like to thank you thank you so much for your time and attention means a lot to all of us around here that uh, you invest part of your life with us also want to let you know Category Pirates is on fire. We just dropped an absolute mind-blower called How to Become a Top 444 Author. How to turn your breakthrough ideas into a best-selling book. And this is the largest ever category science research uh, project ever done on non-fiction business books. And even if you're not planning on writing a book, This data uncovers why certain POVs scale, like we talked about today, and why others don't. Check it out. Lockhead.com. Go to Lockhead.com and uh, click on Category Pirates. My friends at Clary are the leaders in revenue. Stop Revenue leak today at C-L-A-R-I.com, the revenue platform. My friends at Play Bigger Advisors will help you design and dominate your category. Check out playbigger.com. And if you want to build a legendary B2B website in Silicon Valley, check out my friends at autranet, A-T-R-E dot N-E-T. Today's information is provided to you solely for informational purposes, and this oddcast is the sole property of the Lockhead Odd network, And we would love it if you share the shit out of it. If you get any value at all from any of these oddcasts, uh, we would love it if you shared this with your friends, and we deeply appreciate your shares on social media. Don't forget to consult your lawyer, Dr. Shaman, mystic yoga instructor, and of course category designer before acting on any of today's information. Warning, the creators of this oddcast were probably consuming libations. Everything is the way that it is because somebody changed the way that it was. Please, don't be lame. For the love of God, get out of the fucking passing lane. Prius drivers, I'm talking to you. Listen to Tom Waits. David Ogilvy was right. Read Dushka Zapata's book, The Love of Your Life is You. She's a magic angel on this earth. Dushka Zapata. We are produced and edited by the GOAT, Jason DeFilippo. Uh, Check out his podcast, Grumpy Old Geeks. Sarah Knox and Jamie J. do legendary technical execution around here, and they build Lockhead.com. Show notes by the handsome and talented GM Simon. The Bobas Brothers do our web development, uh, EX and RJ. uh, uh, JR. (laughs) Sorry, JR. (laughs) And Cedric Bureau's does our legendary graphic and web design. Our law firm is Weed and & Jack, and our accountants are three balance sheets to the wind. Uh, also, your, te- your spouse just text- texted, it's okay, you can go ahead and subscribe to Category Pirates. And the thought we'll leave you with today, if it doesn't make the cash register sing, it ain't got that thing.